0: and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy-Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the show where you get expert advice about heavy-duty parts that keeps trucks and trailers on the road longer while lowering cost per month. You know me as the host of the Heavy-Duty Parts Report, but did you also know that I am a co-host on a radio show on TNC Radio called Mind Your Trucking Business? Each week we talk on this radio show about how to help people in the trucking industry make their fleets more professional and operate more efficiently. In one of the recent radio shows that we did, there was a clip that I thought was particularly applicable to the listeners of the Heavy-Duty Parts Report, and so I wanted to share that with you. That'll be the basis for today's
1: episode. I hope you enjoy it. Hi, and welcome back to TNC TNCRadio.live. This is Mind Your Trucking Business. I'm Tom Kelly, along with Jamie Irvin and James Rogers. And guys, uh, you know, as I look around the world right now, looking at this economy, looking at these supply chain issues, uh, inflation, stagflation, uh, quite frankly, turning on the TV right now just is enough to give a guy an ulcer, right? Uh, it's just, it's a scary time. So my question to to the two of you, I'm going to start off with James. James, as people are listening in, let's say that they're a company driver thinking about uh, getting their own authority and, and jumping into this, Is now a good time to even be in the trucking business or should you just sit on the sidelines. What what is your take on where we are right now and the kind of response and, and kind of action that somebody who maybe isn't quite sure what they want to do, uh, what should they be looking at?
2: Well, you're asking the million dollar question right now. Um, I've had multiple conversations with a lot of my peers and even a lot of my own contractors uh, about this very topic and. It's it's not it's not an easy one to answer because and I share two opinions to it. Is one there's never a bad time to get into this industry because this industry is needed. You know that's the first thing. It's we're very much in demand, especially right now. On the other side of it, if if in that scenario, if I'm a company driver, I would honestly be giving you bad advice if I said yes now is the time to do it. And, and I can't give that good advice because. One, it's It would. I would say yes if you had a substantial amount of cash to get in at the beginning uh, because the, the, there's just no getting around it. The, the price of equipment to get in right now is extremely high, is extremely high. Um, the cost of insurance is extremely high right now as well. Not to mention, you know, just just the learning curve coming from a company driver to being a small, you know, a business owner, and I'm going to use the air quotes uh, of the title of owner operator, that learning curve, if you make a mistake, you could you could be out of this industry just as quickly as you came into it right now, um, as well as looking at what kind of equipment are you gonna get? Are you gonna spend the exorbitant amount of money on a truck that you may not be able to get for another two to three years? Cause I've talked to many Freightliner dealerships that I deal with and they're not looking, they're telling me they're not gonna get any trucks till like 2023, 2024. Then you're looking at, if I go with a used truck, now, am I going to be able to get parts for it? Uh, because you know, I've got a contractor who's had a truck down that was trying to get one sensor—a you know, I think it was a def heater pump sensor—that was on national back order. and the the makers, you know, Packard, Cummins, and Detroit were all trying to find workarounds to be able get the approval of the EPA to delete that sensor so they could still run the trucks legally. Um, or do you go with a pre-emissions truck? Then you're talking about an older truck. To, to get in it and once again you're back to if it breaks down am I going to get parts you know the truck that I operate it was recently in the shop for well over a month trying to get parts to it so it's it's a catch 22 I will never say it's not a good time but you have got to be a very very special person and you better have a very large amount of cash or a very good backing for credit to get in here because the, the cost to get in is extremely high and you have a very low margin to make an error because you can, I mean, you can be out of it just as quickly as you came into it.
0: So from my perspective, Jamie here, um, I've started, I started my business that I sold in 2016 and 2009, it was not as volatile as today, but it was pretty bad. And, um, I would I would add on to what James said in this way. If you can find somebody who is able to line up enough work for you, if you could find somebody perhaps who is in trouble themselves or is at an age where they've just decided, you know what? I think I think I'm ready to retire. You know, the world's crazy right now, um, and and you could you could get that truck and that equipment at a reasonable price from them, or you could pay them over time or some, some kind of like, you've got to be creative. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, yeah. you've got to look for the opportunity where everybody else sees a problem. And when I started my contracting business in 09, that's exactly what I did. I, I I absorbed equipment from somebody who was looking to get out. I found somebody to supply me with like the first uh, $90,000 worth of work that I needed to get the business off the ground. And so, um, I was able to mitigate some of those upfront costs and I was able to ensure that I had enough cash flow coming in, that I was able to operate the business successfully for the first year. At that point, you know, things started to subside with some of the economic pressures and I was able to start to scale and grow in year two and three. So if you're going to be a business owner, you've got to be flexible. You've got to be assertive. You've got to find the opportunities. And I would, I'm with you, James. I would say if you, uh, you know, it has to be the right circumstances, but when things are bad, that is actually the time when a lot of wealth can be um, created and businesses can be established. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Don't have a heavy duty part number and need to look up a part? Go to parts.diesellaptops.com or download the app on Apple or Android to create your free account. Looking for high-quality fuel injection for heavy-duty applications? Having one supplier for fuel injection allows you to better serve customers by providing them with a complete line, which increases your sales and profitability. Learn more at com slash aftermarket.
2: Absolutely, because it's, it's it, you know, like you said, there, there, there can be the opportunity in the right circumstance. One of the big things that I'm seeing, and I have a lot of conversation with, you know, peers and stuff with is that a lot of them are selling their equipment and it might be an opportunity where hey they're just trying to sell it to get out from under what they may owe the bank or they may already be behind and the bank will work with you to say hey if you catch him up you can take this over completely because the truth is the lenders don't want the equipment back they just don't because what are they going to do with it they can't really auction it right now because prices are so high people are already getting out of the industry so that right situation very well may present itself. Um, it's it, it's like that, that's the part of me that says it's never a bad time to get into the industries. And it's like you said, you know, it's going to take that right circumstance to do it. Um, and then obviously coming into it, like you said, if you could find contracted freight, that's going to cover you for that first 90 days. Have a good relationship either with a broker or a direct shipper or a direct receiver. That's going to get you, put you miles ahead of the game coming into it. But if you come into it, hoping to work with a certain, you know, every broker on the board or whatnot, if you're working on a spot market, it's not going to happen. Or another yeah. course of action could be, would be, you know, Hey, maybe you could get the truck and lease on to like a mega carrier. Not something that I promote, uh, for my own personal reasons, but you could get on with a mega carrier who already has the contracted free. And then you're yeah, back from their pool. Yeah.
0: And you could go the other sure. direction too. So you might be able to get an over the road truck. Like, uh, let's say you could pick yourself up in a nice Kenworth. T680 or even a T800 and you could, uh, if you could get that truck off of somebody who's in distress at the right price, now you might be able to rig that truck and go into some vocation because one of the things about being in business is, is you do not want to be in that, uh, what they call the the bloody red ocean where where okay. competition is fierce and prices are yeah. being driven down. You want to yeah. find that nice wide open blue ocean where there's a little bit of opportunity for you to establish yourself. So maybe there's some vocations you could focus on. You, you rig that truck, you get it for a good price. And now you're not out there beating your head against the wall on spot rate, but you're actually making some good money uh, in a vocation and you've got some nice consistent work coming in that could give you that year, two years to establish yourself, learn the business. And by that time, the economic pressures we're facing now are going to be different better, yep. worse, the same, who knows, but they're going to be different. It probably won't be the same and you'll be able to capitalize on future opportunities from there. I have seen so many businesses over my 25, 30 years and being around business and my 20 plus years of being around trucking. I've seen so many great businesses started when the economy was at the worst and the lowest point.
2: Oh, absolutely and it, it go it also lends credit to is, is the piece of advice I could give to it is if you choose to come into the industry um, is don't be afraid to make mistakes, but also understand that you're going to have to learn quickly how to mitigate those, those, those mistakes. Because a mistake in this industry, it, it can cost you. It can be very pricey. It can be very costly. Um, so understanding that coming in, and then also understanding that you're going to learn from it. Mistakes are going to happen. You know, they just are, whether whether, you know, you're booking the wrong kind of freight, whether you may your equipment may be, may not be set up right. Uh, maybe you picked the wrong kind of truck for what you need or whatnot. So simple things like that. And it's it is. I mean, it's this industry is not cookie cutter. That's the good thing, no matter whether the economy's bad bad or, or whether it's great. This industry is not cookie cutter. And there's so much you can do in it to be successful
0: no matter what you do don't don't cheap out on compliance safety or maintenance and repairs cuz that'll absolutely. sink you every single time
2: absolutely absolutely 100% i mean every time i take one of my trucks home or my contractors do we've got that's like an unspoken word is first place it goes is to the shop to see make sure we can prevent it so
1: you know you you hit on something i think is very important there jamie that i wanted to follow up on it, and that is timing um, you know a lot of people will look at today's economy and what's going on in the industry today and say, yeah, bad time. Now it's not, you know, sometimes it's all about timing. And when everybody else is running out, sometimes that's exactly the right time to run in, but you have to do it with a plan. I'm not saying blindly run into the burning building. You got to have the right equipment with you. Right. But, Mm -hmm. um, to 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 pull on that analogy a little bit further uh sometimes when you run in and everybody else is running out it gives you the best opportunities to do some of the things that you I started a radio station in the middle of a pandemic. who the heck does that? you know it that sounds absolutely crazy and maybe it was but I think it also gave us an advantage at a time when, a lot of people had kind of pulled back they weren't really sure what to do next they were hesitating and we found that there was a whole group of people who were dying for good content hey tom oh, i
0: sorry james i just wanted to say i started um a, i started a contracting business that primarily focused on housing in a in a housing collapse that had never been seen before in 2009 and i started a consulting business um that focused on digital sales and marketing in the middle of a pandemic when when we were under complete lockdown and for the first time in history nobody was at the office so uh i'm a big proponent of uh finding opportunities when everybody else is trying to run the other direction
2: and and just like you said it's like for us during the pandemic, when uh, you know we work a lot on the spot market at the time, but we've developed a lot of good relationships. When so many driver, I think we lost like was it eighty thousand drivers over that period of time, is the fact that we we grew. We actually grew. I I was able to add two trucks based on the relationships of hauling relief loads, but at the same time. It took me back to an acronym that i learned in the military which was kiss keep it simple stupid and it goes back to this. even the same thing when you come in into and if you come into the industry at a time like this that you've got to keep it simple you've got to know your numbers coming in and and that's something we could talk about later but that's that's what it comes down to is no, keep it at the basics and keep it just simple so you know your numbers coming in just like any business owner
0: and the acronym i follow is focus follow one course until success Exactly.
1: Fantastic. I like that. Follow one course until success.
0: HDA Truck Pride is the heart of the independent parts and service channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash hdatruckpride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash and let the heart of the Independent Service Channel take care of your commercial equipment.